Welcome back to the Irish Weekly Channel with myself, Sam. And me, Reese. You alright, mate? Yeah, I'm, I'm alright, mate. It's been a very busy last week and a half or so, hasn't it? Sure has. Um, before we start, guys, I'm just going to explain these are going out late due to the fact I've been working a hell of a lot um, while this has been happening. So, apologies in advance. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get a prediction out for last week uh, this weekend's well it would have been this week's coming up yeah unfortunately yeah we just working. i think we because we've been so busy now the lockdown's starting to ease a little bit obviously you kind of get back into your normality don't yeah. you and we have we do apologize to the listeners for that um we are actively trying to put it right i'm going to find it pretty difficult but we are trying to put it right so yeah so that's um a big sorry for myself and Reese. Yeah, I've been busy working, like I said, and it's not been easy. So uh, yeah, we'll get on to the predictions from last Tuesday's games, I believe. Tuesday yeah, and Wednesday. Yeah, Tuesday the sixteenth and Wednesday the seventeenth. Um, it's the, it was the penultimate round of fixtures mm. in the Bundesliga. Um, oh no, sorry, no, it wasn't. It was the one before that. I do apologise. Um, there was some well. To say there were some interesting results in here is a bit of an understatement, really. Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, I mean, there's one on here that I was very shocked about, but we will get into that game because. Well, there's a yeah. I mean, you said there's what there's a couple here. What I'm looking at, I'm thinking. Well, there's three probably important ones that we need to cover. They're all important, obviously, but um, there was three in here. One of them didn't surprise me, but the other two did. So, yeah, one of them definitely surprised me. Do you want to get into it? Yes, let's get into it. Um, we did get two points this week as well. Uh, Reese got a point and I got a point. Woohoo! Yes, um, so that's good. Um, let's start off then with the Tuesday's game, uh, which was the half past five game. It was Borussia Mush and Gladbach versus Wolfsburg. Um, let's go through them. Um, I said 2 1, Reese said 2 1. Ben said 3-1 and Jack said 2-2 two, two. and yeah. none of us got it right. No, uh, no points on this one. No point. Munchengladbach 3-0, winners. Jonas Hoffman with a double and Lars Stindl, 65th minute with a third goal for Munchengladbach. Hoffman looked dangerous against Bayern. I will have to admit, mate, I was at work. Uh, I didn't actually watch this game. Well, I'd managed to catch... I'd, I caught about an hour and... Gladbach, they kind of followed on really from where they played against Bayern. They played some really good stuff. Um, Hoffman, as I've just said, he was the danger man. He looked dangerous all afternoon. Gets two. Um, got not a bad tally for this season for Hoffman, former Dortmund youth player. Yes, he is, mate. Mm. He is. Um, he's been quite the part for Gladbach this season. Yeah, he's he's starting to come into. a some really good form. Mm, he, he was one of the players that we looked at in the Bayern game, obviously, because we watched it at my house. He's one of the players that we looked at and said, this this kid's got something about him. Like, you can see... I mean, it, the goal got chalked off for offside. wasn't offside. He was leaning by his arm, and they say that you can't... You can't be offside if you're leaning ahead of the defender with a part of your body that you can't score with. So why did they give offside when his arm was in front of him then? Yeah. 
Different argument altogether. I'm pretty sure we could go on all day about VAR and the, I'm not even going to say the ups of it, the downsides, because that's all there seems to be at the moment. As I say, Hoffman with a double, Lars Stendhal with the last 3-0 winners. They needed that. Yeah, Big did. style. Glad I needed it, but Wolfsburg could have done with that result. Yeah, they could have really, just because of the European places. Exactly. Um, I mean, look... It's never going to be easy to go to Gladbach with fans or without fans because they've turned themselves into a, a top four team, essentially. Um, especially now Leverkusen's form has faltered in the last few weeks. Yeah, um, what I'm going to be interested to see is next season how both of their teams line up because the, both of them have got big... Both teams have got two or three big players in that team that if they lose, they're going to struggle, I think. Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, looking like Toram... Some big interest around Marcus Toram. Toram. Alessand player. player. Um, and obviously for Leverkusen respectively, you've got Kai Havertz. Yep. Looking like a bit of interest in Leon Bailey as well. If you lose them players, it's very, very hard to replace them. Because where are you going to pull that from? Because you, I think the problem is with them, with the like, outside of the top two in Germany, well, maybe the top three, but we're yet to see with Leipzig. From your like munching glad back downwards, you're gonna to struggle to attack attract top level players, aren't you? Yeah. And you'll always sell your best players who will always go on to better things, but you're always gonna to struggle to attract them top tier players. And this is what I worry about teams like Gladbach and Leverkusen. They might fall by the wayside if they sell the best players because they're not gonna be able to attract the big stars, not like you're buying Munich is. Do you know what I mean? Mm, they haven't yeah. got the same pulling power. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm interested to see how that goes in the summer, really. Especially when the teams have a full pre-season. Mm, and fingers crossed fans being allowed back in the ground by yeah. August, September time. Yeah, it'd be nice. Um, but yeah, as we say, no points on that one for anybody. Glad back running out three, no winners in the end. They did, mate. Mm. Uh, let's go on to the next game then. Half past seven. Um, Wolf, uh, Werder Brennan versus Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich needed to win this game to be crowned champions, yeah, and they, they did. They did exactly that. Although, I will say, Bremen gave them a hell of a game. Yes, they did. And I got home from work and I watched this game and Brennan looked very strong against they Bayern did. Munich. They did. Bayern Munich were getting very frustrated. Um, I mean, Bayern ran out 1-0 winners. Um, Alfonso Davies with a red card, which... Have you seen the red card? Yeah, I Pathetic. think... Yeah, it, it wasn't one great, no. was it? I, I don't think it's a red. It's no, it's no, a stupid I don't. red card. I don't think it was. Was it for two yellows? Two red... Yeah, two yellows. It, yeah, I think it... Yeah, I thought it but was. the first yellow card was never a yellow card. No, I, he does say that afterwards. Did you see the interview he did? No, no. When they told him that he broke the speed record. 36.51 mile... At 36.51 kilometres an hour Jeez. sprint speed. And they told him, he was like, What? But he couldn't. He couldn't believe it. But because he'd been sent off in the game, he looked a bit down. Do you know what I mean? He felt like mm. he let his team down, even though they just won the pissing league. <laughs> and he's just clocked a speed record, for yeah. the league, which doesn't surprise me at all. Mimi, but um, <laughs> that was funny with Thomas yeah, Muller. Um, Bayern needed to win. <sighs> Have a guess who scored. There's only one man, isn't there? Well, there is. There's only one person, isn't there? Robert Lewandowski. Robert Lewandowski. I, he's just a class apart from every, every other striker in that league, mate. Not nobody comes close. Even I'd even put Timo Werner. He's far underneath Lewandowski to me. 
I think he's got a hell of a long way to go to be as good as he is. Because Lewandowski's been doing it consistently for 10 years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, at at least, at the very least, eight years. I remember the 2012-13 season when Dortmund got to the final. I think he'd, he'd finished 20, 25 goals that year. Hat trick in the Real Madrid game, Champions League. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, that what the hell? That was a game of football. That, but um, yeah, Bayern Munich needed to win, and they did exactly that. Are yeah. we surprised? No, no, not really. And uh, they also ran away as champions of the Bundesliga yet again. Yeah, crown champions after the game. Um, I think we both know after the Dortmund game. I think we both knew what we was knew coming. Over, it? We we was almost pinning our hopes on that, weren't we? Yeah. Um, praying that Dortmund could get a result because I think it'd have been a lot closer had they not lost that game. But fate decided that it was Munich's league again for the eighth year in a row. Eighth year in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get off. Well, play, yeah. We'll we'll probably <laughs> pose that same question again at the end of the podcast, like we do with most. And I'm yeah. only because I'm interested to get people's opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, if you've listened to the podcast before, you'll know what question I'm on about, and we'll go through it at the end. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no one got any points in that game. No. Um, let's go on to the other half past seven kickoff between SC Freiburg and Hertha Berlin. Yeah, Hertha Berlin. No one got any points in this game either. No. I think me and Jack was the closest on this one. Uh, what's the score now? I, the score was 2-1 Freiburg yeah you was well Ben was close as well Ben said 3-1 yeah, you Ben was, and Jack was the closest it was the other way around though with we, we, we Ben one to, oh was it he put 3-1 her oh, to of Berlin course, yeah, sorry. he said 3-1 her to Berlin I wasn't sure um, to be honest I think this game up until because I caught the highlights and, and half time it was a bit of a bore draw and in the second half, there was three goals in ten minutes. Uh, Vincenzo Grifo with the first goal for Freiburg after 61 minutes. Ibisevic, veteran striker of the Bundesliga, equalises five minutes later. So then you've got, you think, you've gone in at half-time at 0-0. And within, within, what, 25 minutes of the second half kicking off, you've got two goals. Do you know what I mean? And then Nils Pettersson with the second goal for Freiburg, another veteran striker of the Bundesliga. After 71 minutes and the score stayed the same, Freiburg with another solid result. Good result for him. Very good result against Hertha Berlin. Yeah, very good. I mean, Hertha Berlin now have got themselves incredibly well organised. They gave Dortmund a really good game. Um, I'd be interested to see what they do next year. Assuming they're going to keep Labadier as the coach for Berlin, I mean. Assuming they're going to keep Bruno Labbadia as the coach, I think they could. I think they could push for Europe next season if they because they've got money. They've got a good team as well. They've got a decent team, but they've got money. I mean, if you look at I know Klinsman this season, it was a bit of a farce because he wasn't there very long. But they spent about eighty million pound in the January window, which is a lot for a team like that. It is eighty million quid. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a lot of money for a club that size. Yeah, all right. They're probably one of the biggest teams in the Bundesliga, but still, that's a big budget. Yeah. Um, and they get nowhere near the same sort of money as the Premier League do for TV deals and TV rights and stuff like that they get nowhere near the same money so I'd be interested to see where they pulled that from but yeah um, unfortunately no points again in this game hmm. three on the bounce in the midweek fixtures not, unfortunately not 
Um, let's go on to the last Tuesday game, which this is where one point actually come in. Yeah. And it was Reese's. Yeah, I actually got this one right. God knows how. I could have called this anyway, to be honest, apart yeah. from what I did. But um, Union Berlin versus Paderborn. Yeah, finish 1-0 to Union Berlin. Ben Zielinski with an own goal for Paderborn. I think that just says it all, really. I think this was the game that confirmed their relegation as yeah, well. Yeah, I think Paderborn, mate, they've just been... They've not been up to scratch this season. No. Barring, no. barring the game against... I can't remember who they played. The game, a good game. I can't remember who it was. Well, they gave Dortmund a good game yeah, for 45 minutes yeah. and they lost 5 0, so. Yeah. Oh, no, 5 1, sorry. Oh, was it? Um, was it 6 1? Might have been 6 1. No, 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 it was 5 1, I think. I think it was 5 1. But anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, point being, they give Dortmund a really good game for 45 minutes, um, but they just can't. They can't seem to keep that over the duration of the game. I mean, Union Berlin, they've started to falter, but when you actually look at the points table, they're, they're doing well this year. They are, they've done all right. For the first year ever in the Bundesliga, they're a very small club, really, in comparison to the others. Good fan base as well, you know. No, they have. I, I will say, the games that I saw earlier in the season before the lockdown was in place, Berlin have got a really, really good home support. Yeah, they they're, they're bonkers, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best way to describe them. It reminds me of the Polish derby. I can't remember what they're called. Crack, 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 Krakow Derby. Yeah. Vizsla versus Krakowia. Yeah. That's next Some level. Mad fans. That, that's next that's level. That's what I remind me of. Did you see that website where they're offering football trips? Have you seen it? Yes. Absolutely mental. Yeah. For yeah. like 200 quid, you get your hotel included. Mm-hmm. The only thing you have to pay for is flights. Yeah. You can get flights to Poland for like 60, 70 quid. It's mental, mate. Like... They do trips all over Europe. They do like the Lisbon Derby as well in Jeez. Portugal. Do you know what I mean? They do packages for that. It's mad. It's something I'm going to mention in a later podcast because um, I was going to put the link in the description because they're off- they're offering tickets for next season. But obviously, depending on what goes on, that's why people aren't mm. buying them. But yeah, interesting little side plot there. Um, Union Berlin, I got a point. You Thank the Lord. Yeah. It's about time I got a point. Well, yeah, like I say, with that one, it was just... Two, just two teams, when it? Well, bottom, th- bottom end of the table, yeah, just... Pretty much. I mean, Union Berlin are safe now. Um, I think this confirmed that they were going to stay in the Bundesliga, this result, on uh, last Tuesday night. But Paderborn, just so poor, aren't they? They're just... I feel quite... I feel sorry for them, in a way, because they're a bit of a yo-yo club. They're a bit like what West Brom used to be for the Premier League. You know, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, every year. It can't be, it's so hard to... I mean, Paderborn, I don't know if they'll come back up next season. I don't really think they've got that genuine quality. But I don't know. I guess we'll have to keep an eye on it. If they come back in the Bundesliga, they've got to spend more money, though, because yeah. they operate on a shoestring budget, mate. Like, really got to cut your cloth accordingly. And it must be hard trying to compete with other teams when you've got Berlin spending £80 million, you've got Bayern paying £40, £50 for one player. Do you know what I mean? You can't compete with that. It's madness. It is, mate. But I got another point. You did, mate. Um, let's go on to the Wednesday's games then. And this is where the other point come in, and it was for me. Frankfurt versus Schalke. I said 2-1. Mm. You said 2-0. Yeah. So you was close. Ben said 2-1, but he went 2-1 Schalke. Mm. And Jack, for some reason, said 3-2 Schalke. Uh, well, this get like, I, I'll, I'll say it now. I commend you for this. Because I went 2-0, genuinely not believing that Schalke were gonna that Schalke were gonna score and you said, nah, I think they'll score, but I still think Frankfurt will win. I was like, Alright, yeah. you go with that. 
Yeah, fair enough. Come in for you. Andre Silva, first goal just before the half hour mark. Someone who's coming into some really good form now. Yeah, he's finally found his form, mm. which is just uh, taken him a while, but he's yeah. finally found it. Yeah, definitely. I think the, the move to AC Milan kind of it kind of stopped his career a little bit, as it has done with many other people. Um, Silva, another assist from Kamada. Them two seem to be striking it up well. I'm going to watch them quite closely next year. I'm going to try and get as. I know, obviously, depending on what happens with the Premier League, um, and I'm going to be interested to see what Frankfurt do next year because they've actually started to look decent yeah. in this last few weeks. I mean, Frankfurt as well, mate, have just been they've been they've not been the best this season, but they've, when they've got to grind results out, they've grinded. Yeah, the yeah, out, and that, yeah, I think that game was one of the results that they needed to grind. Yeah, I, I agree, mate. I mean, yeah. like. With, it looked at one point they were sitting two points outside the relegation zone when the lockdown first started they'd lost the first game I think and we was like Christ they could go down here yeah. but ever since they've kind of they was a bit unlucky against Bayern to be honest they took a bit of a tonking in the end but I didn't think the scoreline reflected how the game went Bayern was just a bit too strong in the second half but Frankfurt like, as, you, as you rightly said when they've needed to pull some out they've done it Um David Abraham with a second goal to make it 2-0 for Eintracht Frankfurt in the second half after 50 minutes, scoring the second goal. Weston McKenney scoring after 59 to pull one back for Schalke. He's probably the only player I've looked at in the Schalke squad that I would take into another team. Yeah. He, he works his ass off. Like, American international, I think a team's going to come in for this year and I, it wouldn't surprise me because I have been hearing Bayern are sniffing around McKenny, yeah, what a surprise. And in other news, water's still wet. Yeah, well, um, they're on about signing someone from Juventus as well. I can't remember who it was. Uh, no, um, Bayern, uh, it won. Oh, you know, no, well, Barcelona, Arthur. I was like, why does that not Arthur as well? Yeah, I was like, why that, does that not Because surprise? Bayern have just agreed a deal um, with PSG to take Tangi Kouassi, 18-year-old centre-back. Um, they've just agreed a deal to take him. They, they are making serious waves, mate. Uh, you know, and like, look, say what you want about Bayern. They are a class football club. They are a genuinely a very well run, um, very like they they are an establishment in Germany rather than a football club because they pretty much stand for every, like German football. Yeah, because uh, over the years it's pretty much been them that's kind of led the way all the time. They've been like that since, oh God, in the 60s, 70s and probably before that. But they're making serious waves with transfers. That's three players, well, the two they've signed and one of them they're chasing. And it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if they got, because why would you not want to go to Bayern Munich? Do you know what I mean? Great, great fans, great football club to play for, well paid. Plus you're winning leagues every year. You win leagues pretty much every year, as you say. There is no reason to get, not go there, really. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking from the heart, I'd like to think that, but it's just the way it is, isn't it? Bayern just do the same thing every year. They'll take, they're very clever at what they do, Bayern, because they'll take players from the best teams in the Bundesliga and they'll take them into their squad. They did the same thing with Hummels, Lewandowski, Mario Goethe. So that's just three players from one team. Do you know what I mean? And Perisic, you could say Perisic as well. Yeah. Went, from, went from Dortmund to I can't remember where he went, and then he went from there to Inter Milan, then Milan to Bayern. There's one, there's another one. 
It's just mad, mate. It is. It is. I think they do. This, they tend to do the same thing. They'll just pluck all the best players. They did it with Goretzka as well. Best player for Schalke at the time. That's fine. We'll take you. Mm-hmm. We'll pay you a decent penny. You'll win titles every year, competing Champions Leagues. I think they could win it this year. I genuinely think Bayern could win the Champions League. I do. Honestly. I think going forward, they'll be too strong for a lot of teams. Bayern. And get Roadrunner running at them. Yeah. Maybe it's Chelsea. Yeah. Me, me. Yeah, Chelsea and Tottenham. So, as we say, you got a point. Yeah. On this sure. one, a well-earned point. It was, mate. It was. Um... Moving on to the next game. Augsburg 1, Hoffenheim 3. Nobody scored on this one, did they? Nobody scored any points. No, you were closer. I mean, you said 2-1 Hoffenheim. Yeah, I said 2-1 Hoffenheim. I wasn't really sure. To be honest, it was a bit of an educated... Well, most things are an educated guess, but that one definitely was. Um, Yeah, I mean... (sighs) Offenheim, they've been one of them teams this year. We've spoke about it a few times on the podcast. They like they'll threaten a good few results. They'll have a good, you know, they'll have two or three weeks where they get good results, and then they'll have two shocking weeks. Like I mean, was it Paderborn they drew to? Yeah, and they scored in the last minute. Yeah, that just kind of sums up where they are this year. They've been very hot and cold. They've been blowing hot and cold all the time. Um, I think they just count like I mean, Munis de Boer. Um, got two goals in the 59th and the 62nd minute to make it 2-0 Hoffenheim Ruben Vargas pulling one back in the 69th minute for Augsburg before Ilas Bebu scored eight in the 89th minute to pretty much confirm the win for Hoffenheim but it looks like they're still pushing for Europe I don't think I'm not sure I could be wrong in this in fact I think I am but I know Hoffenheim was chasing the Europa League. So when, before I want to have a look at the tables, I'd like to see kind of whereabouts they are this year. I'm not sure what they'll do next year, to be honest. Good team, Hoffenheim, mate. Well, not there, there was a good team until they lost big players. Mm. And then... Same story, isn't it? Yeah, it's just the same story yet again, mate, which you've already gone on about. But yeah, Hoffenheim, mate, have... Good result from there against Augsburg. It was so. What? Who did? What did they put down for the well, I predictions? Said, I said two 0 Hoffenheim. You said two 0 Hoffenheim. I said two one Hoffenheim. Ben said two two. So he he wasn't that far away. Jack said three. Jack two. said three two Augsburg. Um, it's one of them games. Really, it could have quite easily been a nil nil one one. It could have easily been one of them games because both teams really. They've not done fantastic this year. Um, I think Augsburg would have liked to have finished a bit higher, to be honest, um, than they have done. But both teams are safe. Hoffenheim was pushing for Europe. Augsburg are now confirmed safe. So I'd be interested to see what team they put out at the weekend because they haven't got anything to play for, really. No. Um, So, yeah, moving on to the next game. Do we have to? The shock result of the midweek Games. I don't, you don't even have to look at the result. I know what the result was. Um, but well, sorry, mate. We're going to have to cover it. Borussia Dortmund nil, Mainz two. I can't believe. That. No, I. I'll be honest. Mainz were very good, and they did deserve three points as well. I, was, I will be honest. They did deserve that. When I saw that result, I was banging my head against my whiteboard, thinking, "What the fuck." 
has just happened to Matt, to Dortmund. I know. I could not believe it. I sent looked. you the first goal because I was watching it at home, and because I, I think you was it you just got in from work. Yeah, you just got in from work, and you just turned the game on. I said I texted you saying, "Oh, mine's one nil up," and he was like, "Are you joking?" So I sent you the video of the goal, and he was like, "Good goal!" <laughs> it was a good goal. But I, I, honestly, like Mainz deserved it. I can't, I can't fault them because they needed that. Because they, if if Dusseldorf had got a result, they could have been in the relegation places. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Jonathan Burkhart with the first goal after thirty-three minutes. Really good team goal. If anybody's get chance. Get it up on YouTube or something, because it was a very, very handy goal. Really good team build up. Uh, there was, I think, there was ten, fifteen passes in there before the ch- the right back had ch- crossed the ball in. A brilliant header. Berkey didn't stand a chance with that. Um, so Mike's go in at the break one nil up, and you're thinking, right, Dortmund strong second half. They'll come out. Mike's just continued the same. They battled for everything. They, um, yeah, they they did the. the to be honest, they did themselves really proud. In the fort, just after half time, I think this is what kind of killed the game. Really, Jean Philippe Mateta with a goal uh, just after half time to make it two 0 Dortmund never ever looked like getting back in the game though, and that's what worried me. Going into the game against Leipzig at the weekend, that's what worried me was the fact that they didn't even look like scoring. Do you know what I mean? They looked clueless. Haaland looked isolated again. Togan Hazard wasn't pulling the strings. Brandt was giving the ball away, which was said so many times. He just seems to give the ball away more than any player I've ever seen. He's got so much ability as well. Um, they just they weren't up to it, Dortmund. It's simple as that, mate. Mike's needed the result. They came and they got it. And I don't really know what to say on it because they deserved it. There's not a lot you can say about this game, mate. Mine's fair play to them. Pick yeah. three points at Signal Lake, Dooney Park as well. Yeah, I mean the only team, the only teams to have beat them there this season. Was yeah, I, you you'd kick yourself though, wouldn't you? Like with the greatest of respect to Mainz, if you was Dortmund thinking we could have gone the season unbeaten at home and we've lost to Mainz, do you know what I mean? Maybe if the fans were at Signal Lake, Dooney Park, that might have made a bit of a mm, difference. So possibly they got behind Dortmund, but possibly. Fair play to Mines, mate. Fair play. Well, to as we've just, as we've both mentioned just then, they both they needed that Mines because if, if if Dusseldorf got a result, they could have been in the bottom three. Um, they've pulled it out just when they needed to. Yeah, I mean, let's go into our predictions. Um, I said four one. You said two 0 but yeah. Dortmund. Yeah, <laughs> I was um, the wrong way around. We all went Dortmund. Dortmund. Uh, Benson three one. Dortmund and Jackson four one. We was miles off, weren't we? Dortmund didn't even score. Couldn't believe it. No. Couldn't believe it. No, I couldn't, to tell you the truth. But you reap what you sow in this game, mate, and Mike's deserved every single bit of it. So I can't take anything away from them. They were brilliant. They battled for everything, and they, and they looked like they wanted to win as well. So fair, fair play to them. Touche. Um, so, the, the next, next game. game. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the next one. Hmm. Bayer Leverkusen versus FC Cologne. The game finished 3-1 to Leverkusen. Sven Bender with the first goal in the seventh minute. And then your lad, Kai Havertz, 39th minute. Making it 2-0 to Leverkusen. He always scores, mate. Yeah, always seems to score. Um, I was I was actually, I didn't realise he actually plays off the front now. Um, he either plays in that number 10 role or he'll play up in, in a pair with someone up top. 
I was quite surprised actually because I didn't have him down as that player, but you can see by his goal scoring that he's changed his position and that he's he's looking well. He looks a player. I mean, come on, we we wax lyrical about him on here because he is so good, so good at that age. Another one buying a chasing shock. Um, Sebastian Bornau with the goal back for Cologne in the 59th minute before Moussa Diaby completes the scoring to make it 3-1 to Leverkusen. What did we say on the predictor, Samuel? Well, I said 1-1. You said 2-1. Yeah. Leverkusen. Mm-hmm. Ben said 2-1 Leverkusen. And Jack went for his boys, backed his boys and said 3-1 Cologne. Well, he got the right score. Just the wrong way around. Yeah. Just the wrong way around. I mean, you and you and Ben were close on this, mate. Very close. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure really how to call it. I always felt like Leverkusen would win at home, but I didn't. I wasn't sure. I went quite modest and went for two one. Um, but yeah, if only, if only I'd have put that other goal in there. Lucky but man. Leverkusen, another. To be fair, they needed that win to still push for top four. Don't know if they're going to do it now, really. I think I can't remember if they can. Ca- I don't think they can catch Munch and Gladbach. I could be wrong on that, but I'm not sure. But it'd be a bit disappointing for Leverkusen because they have had a pretty decent season. If they don't get in the top four, they're going to end up in the Europa League again. Yeah. Um, which really, for a club like Leverkusen, they need to be in the Champions League. Even though they're never going to be one of the top teams in it, they still need to be in there. Do you know what I mean? To kind of, kind of keeps the reputation going, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, mate, it does. But, uh, yeah, like we said, Leverkusen running out 3-1 winners in that game. Mm. Now, let's go on to the last game. Now, I think this was a big shock as well to us. Um, Red Bull Leipzig 2, Dusseldorf 2. Well, this game didn't do a lot until 60 minutes. Kevin Campbell with the opening goal after 60 minutes for Leipzig. Timo Werner getting another one three minutes later. Who we will be talking about after this prediction. Yeah, we will. Now, at 2-0 up, you'd think that Leipzig would go... The way they play, you'd think they'd go on and score four, five, six. They just seemed... I mean, I caught bits of the game and they they just seemed to kind of sit on what they had. And that's not a Nagelsmann team, that. I'm not really sure why. They just couldn't seem to push on and get that other goal, which I think is what they needed. Because I think if they go 3-0, they'd, they'd put five or six past them because the floodgates is open. Now, the most interesting bit of this game to me, as much as you might be able to question the ability, not the ability because that's maybe a bit harsh, but ch- like question the quality in the Dusseldorf squad. The one thing you can't doubt with them is that they've got, they've got balls, they've got spirit in that team. I mean, to score two goals in the last five minutes to draw the game at Leipzig away, which is not easy without fans, you know, regardless of no fans being in the ground, it's not easy to go there and to and to get back, get your team going and get back to two two in the last five minutes. I think that's you know they they do want to stay up. They are fighting and they will keep fighting. I mean, I praised them the other week, mate, against Dortmund, and I'll praise them again when you're. Pushing for results against two of the big teams in the Bundesliga, you have to take your heart to, to Dusseldorf. Yeah. You have to, mate, because one hundred percent. I mean, 100%. To, to lose against Dortmund that like they did was heartbreaking. But to pull it back at Leipzig, fair play to them. Yeah, I mean, fair, fair play. Yeah, to them. what what else can you say apart from fair play to them? I mean, they've got a cracky manager. They have. 
The Ove Rosler, he t- I mean, he, <laughs> he did wonders for Brentford. Yeah, he did. I mean, he's probably one of the reasons why Brentford are where they are today yeah. is because of managers like him who kind of changed the. It was changing the philosophy a yeah, little bit, wasn't yeah. it? But yeah, I mean, fair play to the guy because Dusseldorf looked dead and gone, and you know, he gave him a bit of hope. It's kind of it kind of reminds me of what Marco Silva did at Hull. If can you remember yes. when Silva yeah, came yeah. on, for, came over from Portugal. He didn't keep Hull up, but everyone thought, you know, if we can keep this manager, I think we'll do all right. Because he looked good, do you know what I mean? He looked like he got the team playing, he got them organised. It's kind of the same sort of thing. Dusseldorf looked, honestly, they looked, they looked in, they was in disarray, mate. They was conceding goals left, right and centre. But he, he looks like he's given a solid structure now. The defensively, they look pretty sound. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll take the Bayern game out of the equation because anybody, I mean, Dortmund concede five at Bayern. But... You know, to, I mean, they are a well-organised side and they will battle. That's one thing you will get from them. So you can't call that into question. It's just a bit of the quality, I guess, that they kind of lack a bit. But what a point. What yeah, a point. Definitely, mate. I mean, we'll quickly run through ours. Um, I said 2-0 Leipzig. You said 3-0 Leipzig. Yeah. Uh, ben said 3-1 Leipzig. Jack, for some reason, went 5-2 Leipzig. I mean... That boy just brings out... He likes his big, bold claims, doesn't he, Jack? But, fair play to Dusseldorf again, mate. To even try and fight to stay up is a miracle. Yeah, well, I mean... If they do end up going down, because obviously they was going to finish in the last relegation spot, but that would be a relegation playoff, wouldn't it? Yeah. So they would play the team that finished second or third in the Bundesliga... Uh, in the in the second Bundesliga, sorry, but they would play a playoff game against them anyway, so they would still have a chance of staying in the league. The bottom two go down automatically, but it's the third spot that plays a playoff. I'm not entirely sure who that is in the second Bundesliga, but I think that du- I think Dusseldorf would definitely have a chance of staying up because they they can match. Maybe maybe not attacking wise, but definitely defensively, they can match most teams in the Bundesliga. If they want to shut up shop, they will do. Talking about Bundesliga, let's roll into it. Um, congratulations, Stuttgart, for finally coming back into yes. the Bundesliga. Yeah, we. I think we'd mentioned them on previous podcasts. Um, to be honest, I'm happy to see them back. It's from where they've been, from in the last 15, 20 years, from where they was. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm you know, I'm a Man United fan, and I remember him playing in the Champions League and beating United at home when they had um, Mario Gomez, when he was just starting yeah. coming through, Timo Hildebrand in goal, people like this. And to see what's happened to the football club, they've, they've been up and down the last few years, and I am happy to see them back, because that they are a team that if they had a good manager, which it looks like they have now, if they had a good manager with a bit of direction, they could finish top half in the Bundesliga, no danger. But did, you see, did you see who they brought for their academy? Yeah. Team Werner, Gnabry. And Kimmich. Uh, yeah, Joshua Kimmich. And not a lot of people know that. No. And we, to be honest, we just stumbled across the picture, didn't we? we yeah. kind of, and I was like, oh my God. Man. Like, wow. And that it just shows, mate. I mean, you know, look, the, the first team, say what you like about Stuttgart, because they, they have been poor in Pam, I mean, they was poor the season before last. Um, poor last season, sorry. Um, when they got relegated, they was poor. But I'll tell you something, mate. They have got the size of the club and the fan base. They're more than capable of uh, doing well next year. 
Yeah. So big congratulations to Stuttgart. Yeah, congratulations Stuttgart. Mm. Let's go on to the big topic which come out last Friday, I believe it was. Off oh, no, it wasn't. It was last Thursday. Um, Chelsea agreed a deal with Red Bull Leipzig to sign Timo Werner for fifty-six million. Yeah, pounds. confirmed. Done. He is signing. Shoot me now. Great signing for Chelsea. Well, look at the two signings that they've made. Hakim Ziyech, Timo Werner. That could change their season next year. They could, they could go from, you know, being a top four contender to top two yeah. with a bit of guidance. And they definitely need to strengthen at the back, Chelsea. I'm not going to go on about them too much, but they definitely need to strengthen at the back. Um, but what a signing that is! Great signing. I'll be honest. I'm actually quite surprised at Werner. I, I honest, I genuinely thought it was Liverpool or Bayern. Same. I genuinely thought it was Liverpool or Bayern for Werner. I'm actually a little bit disappointed he's gone to Chelsea because I don't really see them going anywhere. I, I'll be honest. That's my opinion. I don't see them right. going anywhere. I'll ask you a question. Do you reckon he's gone to Chelsea because it's London? I'd say that's got a part to play in it, yeah. I would definitely say so. Yeah, probably. It's a good question, actually. Because this one, I think, has gone to Chelsea. I think he's gone to Chelsea because because of because it's the capital of England and that's where he, that's where he wants to be. It's a big city, isn't it? Well, it's a big whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, well, I mean, I could, I could understand why. I mean, it's a good question, really. I'd say it definitely plays a part in it. You, you do hear players that have come to England in the past and say, oh, I wanted to move to London and see yeah. me. You know, you you kind of forget these things in football terms, but people have their own personal wants, don't they? Uh, like wants and needs, and I do believe that it'll have played a part in it. I'm a, I'm a bit disappointed though, Sam, because I don't really see Chelsea as being anywhere near title contenders. Because Timo Werner now, what is he? Twenty three, twenty four, twenty four. I think if he spends the next three years in England, that will put him to twenty seven, pushing twenty eight, right? If Chelsea don't win the league, because I can't see them winning the league in the next three years, right? It depends. I, it's just my opinion, mate. I can't, I can't see them overthrowing City and Liverpool at the top of the league. If he don't win the league in the next three years, then what's he moved for? Because he's obviously moved to Chelsea to win because he thinks he can win trophies. I'll be honest, I think Chelsea are a million miles away from City and Liverpool. Yeah, I agree with you, mate. But... I. He must, he must have in his head why he's gone to Chelsea. There must be reasons he's gone to Chelsea. Is it because of the titles? Is it because he wants to work under Frank Lampard? Um, yeah, but do someone, someone has obviously said something. Right, I'll ask you a question there because I got asked this by the by a, a friend of the podcast the other day, and I thought it was a really good question. So you you put yourself in Werner's shoes, right? What? How would you look at Frank Lampard? What would you see? Well, if you was a player on the outside, a big player like Timo Werner, for example, who was looking from the outside in and looking and looking at Frank Lampard and thinking, why would you choose to work under Frank? Because he hasn't actually proved himself yet. Really, has he? No, he hasn't. But maybe it's because Frank Lampard's new into the business. Maybe he wants to... Show Frank Lampard that this is what this is what they want to achieve under him. Do you know what I mean? No, I know where you're coming from, and I'm not. 
you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I mean, we welcome it on the podcast because we, we, you know, I mean, many a days we disagree about football, but I don't know. I can't help but think that if I'm Timo Werner, I'm looking at Frank Lampard and thinking, well, what have you actually done to... Pre-? Look, he did good this season. He's done well with the Chelsea squad, with what he had. But this is the point, and we brought it up in another podcast. Now that Frank Lampard's got money available to him, I think you can already see a change in there. You can already see... Because Ziyech is not a 19-year-old kid. Ziyech is mid to late 20s. Do you know what I mean? He's now in the Ajax team. He he was brilliant. You know, I I love Hakim Ziyech. I think he's got a wicked left foot. I'd dream for a left foot like that. And he's a very, very capable footballer. But he's not a spring chicken. He's He's not exactly a young kid. No. Do you know what I mean? And Werner, yeah, right, you could probably still put him in the young category. But I can't see Werner and Ziyech being the difference to fire Chelsea to a league title. You're telling me that just because of them two signings, they're better than better than City and Liverpool. They'll probably give them a better game, but I still don't think they'll... Because City aren't going to be as poor next year, are they? Pep won't allow it. The thing is with the City thing, it depends... I don't really want to go off the Bundesliga because it's a Bundesliga podcast, but it, it depends on what happens with this transfer ban. Oh, Europa League, mate. It, it completely depends, mate. It does. Then players would say, look, I don't want to play for City next season. I want Champions League. Why am I going to stay at a club where we're, we're not even fighting for anything? Are we doing some fighting for maybe the league? Mm-hmm. But, I, I understand what you're saying. But that's that's a different topic we'll get into. We'll talk about that in a different, into a different um, podcast. Um, but yeah, I think that's it, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, that was just a quick podcast to talk about the predictions from Tuesday Wednesday night's game um, and the Timo Werner transfer yeah and, uh, we did, yeah, we wanted to cover that real quick to be fair um, I think this was uh, it might sound fairly obvious but this was probably the most important week of the Bundesliga so far really that we've covered just because Bayern had the chance to win the league Carry on, carry on. No, I was just going to say, like, obviously, Bayern had had chance to win the league. Um, Dortmund obviously had chance to um, kind of secure second place. Um, yeah, to be honest with you, mm, I think Leipzig will be a bit disappointed, really. I think Dortmund now have guaranteed that second spot. Oh, they are guaranteed because of now. Because of, you know, obviously we're going to get them cover on different things on the next podcast, but... To be honest with you, Dortmund, I think they've got away with one there. As good as they've been this year, they've got away with one there. But, again, the last question that I want to pose to you. I know you're going to ask Which me. you still haven't got. Who's good enough to topple Bayern? I can't tell you. Who can kick the king off the top of the mountain? I can't tell you until next season. Nah. I can't, I can't tell you anything, mate, because... If you was going to say one team, I ask you this every week... If you had to say one team, who would it be? Dortmund. Mm. It's the only team that's good enough to fight against them. Maybe Leipzig on a good day, but... I don't think Leipzig have got it over the season, though, have they? Well, they're gonna the str- and they're going to struggle next season because they're gonna li- they've are going to they lost Timo Werner. It's looking like they're going to lose Umbo Meccano, mm. who could possibly be going to Chelsea as well. But, uh, yeah, that's a different podcast. We won't talk about Chelsea in I'm sick of talking about them. But, uh, yeah, that was the... 
Bundesliga results from last Tuesday and Wednesday. We'd like to say a big, big thank you to Gareth Morgan at sixmedia.co.uk for giving us the profile banners, the logos, and generally giving our brand, our little brand, a spruce up. Yeah. If you would like to spruce up your business, guys, he does all sorts of different packages. It will leave a link in the description below. So big, big thank you to Gareth Morgan at Six Media. Thank you for being on the podcast again today, mate. Yeah, thanks very much. Hi. And uh, from me and Reese. Yeah, it's au revoir. I'm doing the same. <laughs>